This is Fundraising While Black. Not Anomaly, but the name of the podcast. (laughs) And I'm Madeline Beck, your host. Lifelong entrepreneur, lifelong black woman, ready to bring y'all some conversations all around capital raising while an entrepreneur and black or brown in America. Opinions are welcome. Facts are necessary. Let's get into it. All right. So excited. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever folks are in the world. Uh, Super excited to have Alexis Snelling here of We Transact. Uh, Previously, she transacts, right? That's the, that was the shift. Um, And I don't even want to, I mean, you're doing so many dope things. Uh, The the first thing that I do want to start with is how I, how I found you, how the universe brought me to your digital doorstep, so to speak. a, a colleague and a friend of mine that is in a, a community for Black parentpreneurs um, saw a post of mine. And, and my, my why, my like overall why for everything in the way in which I live is to promote equity and access. And so I went on kind of a very late night Thursday blind rant in this, <laughs> in this forum. And, and she responded and she was like, yo, I really feel what you're saying. And I think you need to connect with Alexis. And I was like, well, who's that? And the next day she tagged me in your post yeah. and you, your post, I was just like, oh, so this, this person lives in my head. Like, holy shit. It was so amazing. So then I reached out to you. We started talking. The vibe was great. And here we are. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I, this, is, this is what's so cool about, I think post-COVID, is this is how we're all meeting. And, and it's so wonderful to, to feel like you've got other people who are like in your head yep, <laughs> out yep, there, yep. <laughs> that you're not alone. So you're not alone, whatever it is, you just got to find that tribe. I'm, I'm so grateful, you know, that our social media is connected in our communities. I think that's the number one thing is you got to find people who align with your values mm-hmm. um, because otherwise you are, you're going to feel like you're just beating your head against the wall and you know, just yeah, and doing what? it alone, yeah. and you're not, yeah. and we're not. And not. Um, yeah. <laughs> so tell us, tell tell everybody, you know, about we transact. Like, like, how did you get to that point? How did you come up with this unbelievable idea, this community, and then just go for it? Actually, make it happen. Yeah, I'd love to take credit for it myself and be like, I'm this genius, you know, person. <laughs> it is, it is a labor of 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 love. My co-founders, I'm very fortunate um, to have found those human beings that you know you can be in the trenches with. Mm. And so this was a concept that back in 2008, you talk okay. about like how things take a while to incubate yep. or waiting for that right moment. You know, um, the technology has been there. This is something that, you know, was something that my co-founder and husband, partner in life as well, had come up with a long time ago, like how to realign founders with investors Mm -hmm. as well as with experts. Because as an entrepreneur, we all go through this process. Mm -hmm. It's very fluid. We all have different paths. No two paths look the same or should. Um, As much as there's all these rule books and, and like playbooks out there. Mm -hmm. you know there's there's nothing like just not knowing 
you know, following your own path and doing it your own way. And, and that's where all the innovation comes from. But that was the main reason. At that time, everything was very investor focused. How do we get the investors what they need? Right. How do we give the investors all the data? Which, of course, wouldn't we all love a, a glass globe? <laughs> like, which ones are going to be the valuable people? Sure, sure. And, and you know, it wasn't the right time. He wanted to use um, this to help founders and to realign people for the right moment in time with the right resources so they could succeed, not give investors an advantage and be predatory. Sure. Sure, and, sure, sure. you know, make it harder for the founders or give them all the data and then the founders are just there getting, you know, really So what was, so what was that shift, right? So, so 2008, yes. like the idea, idea came to be, right? The bolt yeah. was on, the light was flashing, but you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's all about not just the ideation, but the actualization. The time wasn't there. What popped but, off that made it be like, this is the time, this is when yeah. we need to move. Fast forward, and of course, post-COVID pandemic, um, we were fundraising as a female founder fundraising. I, you know, I've been in the trenches. I know what it's like. I know what the problems were. There were systematic issues. I come as a female entrepreneur who started from a $10,000 angel check, you know, growing her company national and international um, to the tech industry and becoming a tech CEO. And I, I have a tech background. So that whole transition is when I realized, wow, like, you know, this is so challenging mm-hmm. and I can't even imagine how hard it is for others out there yep. trying to do what I'm doing. And I saw all the systematic failures, like it is mm. a systemic problem. And I saw that, okay, if I'm struggling to do this and I've had successful companies and I've had all these other right. supposed check marks, right? That right, right, right. You have to get investment. And I was having a hard time getting that lead investor, that lead investment, yeah. which to this day, we're still hundred percent bootstrap. I haven't gotten, you know, that first lead investor, but what we learned along the way was there's a better way to do this. And the mm. aha moment was post COVID instead of competing against one another, all the female founders, we had gone through all raised boot camp and we had gone to these stages and we're all competing for like a $10,000 yes. you know, prize. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why are we competing for table scraps? What are we doing? What are we doing? What kind of runway is that? I can't get <laughs> to my round of funding. And then, and then, you know, somebody else isn't getting the 10,000. And I'm sitting here like, wait, you've got all these users. And I've got all these customers and I've got it started like we're valuable resources for each other yep. instead of competing against each other over table scraps. Why don't we come together? We all have missing parts of what each other needed mm-hmm. and find new ways. And that was the biggest aha moment, but also the biggest challenge to figure out because, you know, we are taught in the startup world in the, I think just in our country in general. In the world, in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you want to win, you just got to bite their head off. Like on that point specifically, the moment you started talking about that, my anxiety started to rise because I, like the feeling is so visceral of, from a cultural element, being taught to fear everything, everyone. It's like, don't trust do this, do that. But then conversely, they're like, but build community. It's like, wait a minute, wait, what? Am I supposed to not trust or am I supposed, I can't do this. I can't do both at the same time, right? And there's no space to, to bring that together, right? There's, yeah. there's no space to be like, wait a minute. Instead of you focusing on the fear of how to, how to assess what that looks like, what you need, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Like, 
wouldn't it be novel if something, right, some system could do that for you and all you have to do is bring your best self, bring your vulnerability, trust, trust in the technology to do the work for you and just show the fuck up, right? And that's what it's, that's, that's, that's what y'all are doing. That's what we can do. I do what I do. That's it. I don't, I don't want to become like, okay, to fundraise, you need to become a pro pitcher. Okay. So now I need to get a Hollywood level way of telling my story. All right. <laughs> right. How many master classes later do I need to become Hollywood? Okay. Right. So now I'm Hollywood. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 60,000 hours to mm-hmm. fundraise. Mm-hmm. If you're successful, which again, we all know is like 2% right. point. 0.6% for yep. women and of color. So if you're of that successful part, that is how many hours you could have spent on your company, building mm-hmm. your product, mm-hmm. you know, having more assets for your company to be more investable. Right. And it's just like, it's such a waste of all of our time and resources. And I don't know, last time I checked post COVID, like we don't have a lot of extra resources laying around. So I want to yeah. be using every bit that I have. I don't want to be wasting it. Um, And I mean, that's, that's, that's our most valuable asset as, as founders, right? Whether, whether we're solo founders, whether we're a team of founders that, you know, co-founders, the, the one thing that is the most valuable is our time. Yeah. And it's the one thing that we can't generate any more of. If you, if you make a bad marketing decision, you can get some more money to make another bad marketing decision or a better one. Right. But if you spend 60, thousand hours on something you ain't getting that back it's a wrap it's gone it's done what have you done with that time is it going to create anything for you in the future so i think that that conversation is so important and i'm i'm just i'm so grateful for what you're doing right because i i feel like from like the, the point of ideation for so many entrepreneurs who are like i i have a good idea right and they say i have a good idea which is great that's where it starts yeah and then you you start reading the books or watching the YouTubes or doing the masterclass into the podcast, right? It's like just the inundation of education, education, education. Yeah. Well, you get to that point of like, okay, cool. Like I'm oversaturated. That's right. In the realm of education. Analysis How- paralysis at that point. Cause now you gotta be like, which one's for me? Right. How right. do I even know? All I know is all these other people's ideas. And I, you know, that's a fundamental flaw. Mm. Um, I always felt, and I I think our whole team feels here, that the reason accelerators and incubators exist is because universities and entrepreneur programs teaching it in schools failed. It was, it was theory. It is theory. How do you now take that theory? And you know, the behaviors you train are not sitting passively in a classroom. An entrepreneur doesn't sit passively studying on YouTube. I, w- I wish, I wish I got checks for sitting and studying. Right. Oh my gosh, we'd all, be, we'd, all, we'd all be good. I would never need any funding if I was, <laughs> you know, I mean, where's, where's training that muscle? And I, in a previous life was Olympic level athlete. I trained with the Russians as an Olympic level ice dancer. Oh and God. you go on with your blinders on every day. Mm-hmm. You are focusing on one problem, your, how to fix that. You are totally looking at all the things you're doing wrong, but you're yep. focusing on what you need to do to fix it hmm. and doing, you don't go to an Olympic training center yeah. and you don't see coaches on the side having intellectual conversations right? about, you know, or, or telling you all their opinions about what outfit, or right. maybe you should be wearing those Lycra tights. You should try. <laughs> no, I don't need those opinions. Yeah. I need actionable what are we going to do to yep. fix it 
that's what I was missing when I came into the startup world. Mm. I had that as an entrepreneur. I had that grit. I had that hard work, you know, being a, a solopreneur yeah. who grew into a larger company, who started her companies from an angel check. But when I came into the startup world, it was like all this passive, go through this process, right. then go through this. And I'm like, this is not what it is to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You gotta yeah, just dive in and do it. Get at your all. own data, get your own info, diagnose what feels right to you. Like if you're not in the trenches, getting your hands dirty, then you have no you idea. Secret yeah. sauce. Yeah. And then no what? Idea. You know, you're just whoever does the playbook better and they all turn out cookie cutter. And yeah. that's why, you know, the problems in the world exist because we're not innovating really good solutions because mm -hmm. we're not tinkering. It oh. makes me think I, you know, my undergrad degree, I, I went to school for acting and it was one of those things of like, I learned how to really flourish and become a brilliant artist, but I didn't learn how to pay off that debt. Once I graduated, they didn't teach me about it being a business. Right. Right. So, so it, it's, it's the <laughs> same thing. Of like, yeah, it's, it's that conversion. So, so yeah. how, like, how is we transact going to do that? Right. The community, yeah. the, 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 the community that you are, are building and fostering, like yeah. when, when you put folks together, there's still going to be some kind of like that ideating, right? Because you have different co-founders coming in and, and colliding and ideas, but then that element of the resources part that you're talking about, right? Yes. And then the investor component, that triangulation yes. of like, so let's, what, what is that? What is that going to look so, like? It, you know, we, we have a different approach to the whole thing. You know, the funding system's broke, the educating how, how the accelerators are working is broken. I mean, it's just not sustainable. It won't reach us, especially as minority founders. Yeah. Just, that's proven in the numbers. So what we do is we start with the due diligence first. If okay. we can properly diagnose where are we, what are our goals, mm -hmm. and see your goals, even if we're at the exact same stage, mm -hmm. Madeline, your goals are going to be totally different than my goals. And they should be. They should be as unique as each founder and as unique as each startup. Yeah. So we think of more of this choose your own adventure approach. I so love that. your due diligence, that. you said, okay, we got to identify some, some stuff, but I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. I'm not telling you your next step. Okay. You are telling the system or Iggy, which is our AI, Iggy okay. stands for ideas, guidance, and insights. Love it. We're getting that data. It's conversational. You answer a few questions, whether it's every day, every week, whatever you need. Mm -hmm. And then the system, based on your answers, choosing your own adventure, Mm -hmm. will then assign or download what we call packets. Love it. Love it. And that's where the resources come in. So you're not going down the rabbit hole. So I'm not having to go in here of like looking and figuring out, oh, what hashtag to put in for the thing. And, oh, I used the wrong word. And now I'm getting a bunch of like completely irrelevant search, like generations from the search. Like, so it's, it's all based on what I'm putting organically. Based on your taking the key. I love it. I love it. So your answers are dictating what resources pop up. Yep. The resources that pop up are relevant. It's not who paid the most to advertise to you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Can we take a second to clap for that? <laughs> thank you. Sorry. That's a fucking, oh my gosh. I'm just like, why is this? Yeah. This is completely, oh, because they're getting the, oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. Now, now I see it. And that's why they put in this hashtag and they made this title. But yes. then when you go down the rabbit hole, you find out, oh, they're actually just selling me a course. That I don't even need, that I don't even, that I didn't ask for. Thank, thank you yeah. for, for, for wasting my time, right? Again with the time. So that's brilliant. So, okay. Keep going. So Sorry, we, I got very we, excited. We <laughs> the resources 
And then, you know, some founders like to work very on their own or they've got their own group. Other founders are like, I need support. So that may change, even if you're a founder who likes to work really independently, mm -hmm. um, or if you're a founder that really thrives off of, you know, bouncing things off of other founders. That's what's so interesting is that everything out there is like, once you're in the bucket, you're in the bucket, but then right. the bucket like, Never not changes. even the thing. Because yeah. buckets don't get updated. People don't, uh, you know, there's not that check-in where our system's constantly, because of that ongoing due diligence, we know where people really are. Some are moving really fast. So maybe now they need to like have access to different resources and everything's personalized to each individual founder. And it's really a founder tool. It yeah. keeps those binders on. So you're super focused. Yep. It gets you the best resources. So you still have the choice of what is right for you, but right. at least you're seeing what's most relevant based on your goals and, and what you're trying to do. And, and, you know, giving the founder that room to still fail quick and test and trial, but also giving the founder the resources, the choices that they have. A lot mm -hmm. of founders, I think, go with maybe they take that first check they wouldn't have taken because they don't have right. an alternative. Um, so, the, 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 like the, the last component is so interesting, right? The investor element. Um, yes. that, that we transact does, I think is, is, is hella interesting. And I want us to get into that. Um, yeah. but I also want to say this, right. As a disclaimer to so many folks that are listening and watching, when people think about fundraising, mm -hmm. I feel like because over the past 10 to 20 years, it's become very trendy. VC, 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 Ain't nobody, everybody doesn't need VC money. Everybody's not looking to, to be, you know, a billion dollar company. There definitely are those entrepreneurs that are like, yes, that's what I want. Like that's, that's the ring that I'm going for. But then there's others that are like, I want to create a company that I can work at until I'm ready to retire and then give to my children. Or yeah. I want to create a company that enables me to pay off my student loan debt and maybe take a vacation to expensive as Disney, like whatever it may be, right? Like I just, there, there's so many different ideas of success and so many different ways in which people can, can describe or even just like live within the space of what they believe to be as sustainability. And so I just, I, I want to put that out there as like, just because a lot of platforms think about VC or think about investment or think about angels, doesn't mean that you can't take those relationships, those conversations and have them be equally applicable to your business that may not have the same financial goals, right? Yes, exactly. And, and I think there's a whole shift happening culturally, which is why now is the right moment for what it is that we created, because the cultural shift is we care about impact. We care right. about our future. Right. We care about solving bigger problems. It's mm -hmm. not all about the bottom dollar. It's a combo package. And right. often the companies that are going to be more successful have that component. Right. And companies that stick around that are going to be successful are the ones who actually execute and deliver on that component. Yes. That's so, it. Yeah. That's a key. And that's going to be the competitive advantage. So like getting in on this frame shift and understanding like, okay, yes, I want to do this in the world. I want to create this impact. How am I going to measure that? How am I going to track it? How am I going to report it mm -hmm. so that I can be the one standing in the end, that's going to be the competitive differentiator. It's not going to be your bottom line ROI, like how much revenues you're making this right. month. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really the competitive advantage in the future is going to be, okay, what are you doing? What are you contributing above and beyond revenue? Because there's this whole world about seven times as large right? in that. Let's think about right. that. We've yeah. all, these, all these headlines. Yep. And that's $125 billion. Mm -hmm. 
And then you look at impact investing or sustainable investing. Yeah. And it's close to 800 million billion. Like yeah. these numbers, when you look at the year mm -hmm. side by side, it's like, you need to think about the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> pond. Yeah. And you know, there's yeah. an ocean out there and there's more for all of us, but it does require a frame shift to know, mm -hmm. okay, what are your goals? What can I deliver beyond revenue? Mm -hmm. You know, because oh. that, to those investors, they That's want, huge. they're not looking to flip you like a, a house. I yeah. want the forever <laughs> home, you know, the yeah. one I can live in that generation yeah. is going to be passed out. They're looking for forever homes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're looking for these companies that are going to create for the next generation. Yeah. So much more impact. The future. Yeah. So much more. So, so and how, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how so how does um you know so so bring in that element of like the the investor right like the the last part of your trifecta what how does that uh, show up? So one thing about the investors is um, we start by taking all the answers of your ongoing due diligence. So you stay in your founder mode. You're always mm -hmm. working on your thing. You're always doing what you're supposed to be doing as a founder. Right. We want to keep you trained and working those muscles and working out as a good entrepreneur, doing, doing, doing. Mm -hmm. Our system takes those answers and puts them into a universal stack. So okay. it's like a universal deck okay. plus a universal due diligence. Okay, nice. And it's all live and it's all real time. So as you update something, as your new numbers come in, as you're, it's it's in you're pivoting, whatever yeah. it is, your yeah. stack is all magically all those hours you spend updating your decks and your slides. Yeah. Oh. Do <laughs> the system is automatically, <laughs> and not only that, we're doing by having a universal stack, it's more equitable. Mm. We're making sure that our companies are getting in front of investors. Most underserved founders are not even making it to the starting line. Yeah. We, we are not even able to compete because we're not even getting to the starting line. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Completely, completely. It's like, it's like coming from the beginning of a journey as an entrepreneur, as an underrepresented entrepreneur, as an underestimated entrepreneur, right? Like at the very, very beginning of the journey to the starting line, we're, we're falling so far behind. It's like, wait yeah. a minute, it's all the way over here. Why am I, why, you know? And so you're saying that there is within we transact the ability to be like, no, 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 this is where you need to be. And the stack is going to be able to, to, to do whatever it does, right? To, to get yeah. you there. To get you there. And this, the great thing is that we're also in a way, which is very exciting, showing to the investors and to the funders and to the people who are interested in impact, we're giving them more insights to the founders so they can invest earlier. You don't have to wait for revenue. Now I can invest earlier because I see the founder is doing their due diligence and they got a plan. Mm -hmm. I don't have to have invested in them before to know if they did what they said they were going to do. Right. By doing your due diligence and staying focused on your company, mm -hmm. you are by demonstrating who you are as a leader, even without money, yeah. even because we have 50% less as women mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get to the fun finish line than yeah. our male counterparts. Yeah. So they can see how resourceful we were with that money. They can mm -hmm. see what we did. They can see what we've accomplished. And it's all the intangibles that you know, micro traction that can't be told. The investors are getting earlier data so they can invest earlier. Right. Impact investors need different reporting than VC. You know, mm -hmm. we go through all this training in accelerators to learn how to court VC. Right. Well, there's a whole different 
level of metrics. That we're not even learning how to meet. Yeah. Yeah. We're not even learning how to meet to even be in the room with impact investors. Right. So again, staying focused on our companies, our goals. If that was something where it's like, hey, look, you're not necessarily a VC scalable company, right. but I can show how many jobs were created yep. from our product. I can show how many, you know, emissions were reduced by our product and what mm -hmm. we do. These types of global, all the sustainability goals, you're going to discover how am I contributing above and beyond the bottom dollar? Yeah. And then that becomes an asset. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have money to do that. You just have to say, okay, this is my plan of how I'm going to measure it. Yep. This is how I'm going to report it. I am knowledgeable because the systems help me figure it out. Yeah. How do, what's appropriate to report. And then my stack, even without having made any revenues can be put in front of investors to say, okay, they've demonstrated they're leading. They've got a plan. They've learned the right information. Yep. They've got what they need and we can invest because you know, not every investor wants to flip that house um, and get a exactly. return in five, five years or 10 years. Yeah. Um, there's so many assets and resources out there that really what they care the most about is impact. And we have yeah. to learn how to think about that as a founder. I feel like, like based on what you're saying, right, I'm thinking back to some, some founders that, you know, are, are colleagues and friends and just like people like in, in the digiverse, right, out, out, on, out on these internets that I constantly talk to and like see on Twitter. And then I'll go and like do a little bit more of like a rummage and a deep dive in their companies. And they're not even marketing themselves as, as impact, right, yeah. as impact start. Because they, they don't even understand. Like, how can you even speak to something that you're unaware that you're actually contributing to. Yeah. Right? And I right. think that happens for a lot of founders, um, you know, that are not tech founders. Right. And they're like, oh, I can't do that because I'm not a tech founder. I'm right. a beauty founder. Right. Right. And it's everything like, what are you talking about? involves yeah. technology at some level. Everything has impact in the world at some level. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it is just a different way of looking at your product, how you make those decisions, what partners you do, who you connect with, maybe the materials that you're, you're creating the packaging for mm -hmm. all your beauty products. These so are true. small things that are probably already on your list of like how you want to run your company. Right, right. And but you're not, just leveraging that asset to market yourself and that's where the platform will help you take okay these are all the things that are really good about what you're doing that are marketable to these investors and what's exciting is you don't have to pick up the phone and talk to all these people your stack is there mm -hmm. the system makes the connection so they see different layers there's like three layers of how deep people can gotcha. see that's okay. your secret sauce so okay. we want to protect the founder. Yeah. So they'll see a very basic, which is something you can always have out, like a basic pitch, perfect pitch. Okay. Uh, and then the investor has to request from you permission. Ah, like a little, like a little bumble situation. They have to, yeah. they, nice, yeah, swipe nice. Right, swipe yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can say, okay, so-and-so's it's a, on your to-do list because yeah. again, we're not going to have you go to a different place. We're going to, you are every day doing it's your this, love it. Love it. So it's on your to-do list. It's like, okay, you have a request and you can go through and you can see all the cards that are green. Cause of course that's investors are green cards. <laughs> There's a request and you can say yes, no. And you can even block and report. Ooh. So if you had a negative experience with a yeah. founder, you talk about safe zones. Mm -hmm. um, you may not want further communication or, yeah. you know, and that's okay. The, the, this is all within our rights as a founder yeah. to do business with who we want to do business with. I'm, I'm telling you like, 
I just, I, I actually, I, I tweeted this morning to, to Alison Byers, who's the, the founder and CEO of Scroobius. And, and she was talking about just like the, the founder mi mindset, right? About like, you don't have to beg for money. You are worthy. And I was like, even, I was like, even that phrase, I was like, we need to have a complete mindset shift. Yeah. Right. Especially as underestimated founders, we need to like the, the idea of that. And it's a daily practice. Yeah. It's not something where it's like, I can read, you know, uh, a fucking like Instagram post from refinery 29 and be like, I'm great. And my confidence is through the roof. It isn't, it's not like that. It, work. it is a complete reset of societal and cultural imposition for the entirety of our lives. It's right? a <laughs> You got to do it every day. And you have, yeah. Every single day. And to have that empowerment to know, like, wait a minute. I just looked at this person's profile and I actually know that company and I don't vibe with some of their practices for whatever. Well, I don't, I don't vibe with the, whatever it may be, whatever it may be. Something and has something. changed. Like yeah. we want companies to evolve. We want people, we want to encourage relationships, but it's if necessary it's right for you at that moment in time. Right. It allows you to do that and to be, and then they see, okay, they have access and now they can get more pages of the stacks and cards they can flip through. Yeah. And then at that point, there's a FOMO. There's a limit on how much time so they can make an offer to you. Oh, yes. Urgency. Love hey, that. Again, empowerment. Know, empowerment. You are not supposed to go reach out to the founder. You could browse. You could get permission. Yeah. But to proceed to the next level of due diligence to get yeah. everything you need to make that investment, that requires a little more skin in the game from you. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Are you actively fundraising? Do you mm -hmm. have powder in your fund? Is there mm -hmm. even, if you don't have these things. Yeah. Then what's the point? Why are you wasting my time? Yeah. So it removes voyeurs. I, I don't like performing, you know, as an artist, we yeah, don't yeah, perform yeah. for free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to see, yep. doing dance. Mm -hmm. So everybody can socialize in the room. Exactly. I'm in the rooms mm -hmm. where people are doing business. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. And I'm all the late, like, again, for everyone watching and listening, I'm going to put all the links because I know when I, when I watch or I listen to podcasts or things like that, I'm not actively taking notes. I'm engrossed and I'm in it and I'm with, I'm with the folks here. So we're going to put all the links. We're going to make sure that all your socials are listed and, and folks can reach out to you. I'm so grateful to you for being here for, for connecting, for being so receptive. I was like, it, it's one of yeah. those things where you can just like drop in somebody's DMs and LinkedIn and you can never hear from them again. But then there's those wonderful kind of like little kismet things that happen where it's like, oh no, what are you doing? Oh, I like what you're, okay, let's, let's make this happen. And that's where we were. So I'm so It was the right moment, right moment in time. Yes. The universe. <laughs> The universe's AI was it? it yes, <laughs> it put us together. It put us together. Um, yeah, but again, thank you so much for being on fundraising while black. We're we're super excited. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm pumped. I'm ready for it to happen. Um, and just to continue having these conversations, I would love to have you back again. Um, always, we're always we're always here. We're not going anywhere. Yes, and you to help all the founders on their journey. I mean, this is what we live and breathe. And we just want to thank you for letting us get the word out because we came out of stealth mode and now we're ready to tell the world. Let's